Views and opinions expressed by callers, guests, and hosts do not necessarily reflect those of the Black Talk Radio Network and Black Talk Media Project. Black Talk Radio is new black media for the new millennium. would have had serious consequences for the world financial system, but may also have empowered the people of Africa, something black activists say the U.S. wants to avoid at all costs. We're slicing cake. We're slicing cake. We're slicing cake. Gaddafi didn't give up. In the months leading up to the military intervention, he called on African and Muslim nations to join together to create this new currency that would rival the dollar and euro. They would sell oil and other resources around the world only for gold dinars. It's an idea that would shift the economic balance of the world. Countries' wealth would depend on how much gold they have, not how many dollars they trade. And Libya has 144 tons of gold. Welcome, welcome everyone to Tando Radio Show, brought to you by Black Talk Radio Network. I'm your host, Dave, from L.A. Today is May the 28th, 2019. Wow, this month... I mean, it's already half the year is already gone. 2000, half of 2019 is basically already gone. Just, just flying by. But with that being said, welcome to Tando Radio Show's live show today. Looking forward to doing that with you all today at any time. If you'd like to get in on the conversation, don't hesitate. Give us a call. 704-802-5056. 704-802-5056. We will see you in two and we'll bring you up. And to... Excuse <coughs> me. Sorry about that, you all. And then um, we'd love to hear from you because it's very important that we have uh, dialogue, okay? So, but uh, let's get started in today's show. Today's show is going to be Let's Not be let's not Fool Ourselves, We're Not Collectively Ready, Part 2. Uh, last week, uh, Friday, we had Part 1, and we're going to uh, carry that over to Part 2. Some pretty significant things that I think that we touched on and I want to expand on in today's uh, show. So, but before we do that, everyone, please su- support Black Talk Radio Network by giving financial donations, making a donation to the network via the network's main website at www.blacktalkradionetwork.com. Hit the donation prompt there. Give some of your financial energy, especially if you are one that listens to the show. Don't eat the fruit without feeding the roots, please. And also, you can, the best way to support the network is by going to being a member inside of a social media platform known as BTR Community. You can find that at www.btrcommunity.com. And once you're there, become a member for only $24 a year, one annual fee of $24. And then you can use the social media platform for all of your social media activities that you would otherwise use at the mainstream media ones that are actually exploiting you and it's actually costing you just because you don't send a bill because we've been so properly trained in 
domesticated to do exactly what we're told. And so we think that uh, just by if we don't have to pay out any cash, then there is no cost to us. That's far from the truth. The cost is that cash is not a form of monetary exchange, okay? Monetary exchange is, has always been the same throughout the universal existence, and it won't be changed just because there is a man or mankind that actually uh, controls the daily lives of other men to actually subjugate them. But they don't operate. Money is operated the same way that it always has been. But, see, we think that it's all based in cash. And it's no, 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 no. Cash is something that a man or mankind made up and has a patent on it to manipulate the general human population. So just because you don't pay a fee there doesn't mean that you're not charged. And the charge there is quite extensive. And the charge is in money, in a form of money. So give your energy to this network so that this network can continue to grow and reach the bounds that it needs to reach and the information that it needs to share. So you could do that by becoming a, a, a member inside of its social media platform. Okay, also, make sure that you go to Prosperity Mint and exchange your currency for real money So because it's very, going to be very important going forward that you have that. And it's, once that window closes, it's going to be a cash system that's going to be very difficult to, to navigate like nothing else before. So make sure you do do that. You can go to www.prosperitymint.com, then uh, check out what's in inventory, then, then email info at prosperitymint.com, okay, and say that uh, I sent you from Tando Radio Show, Dave, and that is just for it's not going to be used for, for, uh, for sales calls and all that other stuff. It's just going to make sure that you know how to use, uh, properly know the buying process. Okay, very important is to your benefit and your benefit only. Okay, all right. So now let's get into today's show. Um, let me just say this. I usually don't – let me see, one second. Okay, cool. And my man, uh, Pastor Keith, let me see if Pastor Keith – Pastor Keith may – there he is. Okay. What's up, Pastor Keith? Pastor Keith is there on, on the board. So – uh, we're going to get into what's in the news. First article from what's in the news. And Keith sent me, uh, showed me and sent me this one. And this is from uh, Truth Dig and was from Saturday. The vice president says the graduates, graduates should expect to see combat. Combat for West Point graduates. A virtual certainty. Good morning, Dave. Morning, Scotty. Morning, Keith. How you doing, bro? I'm doing okay. I'm not in the military, um, so I'm, I'm, you know, expected to live in the next <laughs> couple of. <laughs> yeah, I saw that too, oh. Keith. Um, I saw that too. Um, and now I posted about that in Tan, uh, not Tando, but BTR community as well. And my right. comment was after people were celebrating the largest class of graduating African-American officers from yep. West Point, a white nationalist suspect by the name of Mike Pence came in and told them to get ready to uh, lead cannon fighter onto the battlefield because it's likely that you're going to go to war. Man, Scotty, 
virtually certain. Right, Scotty, and, and it's all a set. It's all a setup, and we must break this overall mental bondage that we have to to this system. It's, it's just ridiculous, and I love the way you characterized it uh, when you said Mike Pence. That's so true, and I'm gonna tell you. This is this is the in my opinion this is the figurehead that the the system really wanted and, and this is the one that's really pretty much you know like like Cheney was to Bush he's really that type of um, but he's more much more subtle in it in, in that and um so very very important check out that article next article and we'll talk about that because of what Scotty. I said Pastor Keith has, has brought that up as well about the graduating class of um, African largest African American uh, African American women that graduated um, from West Point, um, and and I just um, just said, what are we really doing? What 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 are hey, we Dave. really really focusing hey, on? Yes, Pastor Keith. Hey, the only the only thing I want to add to that is what Scotty said. He said the most diverse West Point uh, class has ever. But the emphasis that they were making that I think we need to add that emphasis to it was it was the largest black female. And yes, I, I said I think that. that yes. Significant. You know, it might have been yeah. it might have been the large most diverse, but the fact that it was black female. I think is extremely significant as well. Yeah, that's why I said, um, Pastor Keith, African American females, um, right? Because that's how they are described in the article. Um, and then you know, I saw the picture, big old picture. They're standing there in their uniforms, and I'm like just saying to myself, you know, this is this is a recruiting photo. This is a recruiting photo right here. Um, to get you to go spread white Nash. And I mean, it'd be, and look, I don't think Trump is any more racist than past presidents. And what, what do I mean nope. by that? I mean by just because past presidents or figureheads or vice presidents don't curse, don't act like they promoting the WWE wrestling event, you know, don't use the, 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 the crude language that he uses and he's more transparent about some of his racism than in the past. The other ones was just as racist. They're just more codified. They were just better at their jobs and fooling people and what have you. But, you know, um, that symbolism, and then at a time where he's threatening so many different countries, man, and then we celebrating. I mean, what is that to celebrate? This is the largest class of African-American females to ever graduate from West Point. Okay, so, and how's that an accomplishment? Accomplishment for who? Accomplishment for them? For the system? That, mm. You know what I'm saying? It's not accomplishment mm. for African-Americans. That's not something to be proud of or anything, but I, and please take this the right way. It's not that we're stupid collectively as a people. It's that we have been starved so much of positive images that when a 
quote unquote positive or something we think is positive comes along, we gravitate towards it. But that's because we've been so so starved in in media because you know we've been portrayed negatively in all types of media for our, our most of our existence here. So I understand it. I'm just saying it's not an accomplishment and it's not something to celebrate. I'm sad that they had to go into the military to get money to go to school or to pay off college debt or something like that, you know? Yeah, yeah. You know, well said, Scotty, because it, it's it's a part of, uh, you know, with today's show, let's not fool ourselves. We're collectively not ready. And, and, and it's so true. And I would just say this to add on to what Scotty was saying, and, and Pastor Keith has been talking about this as, as, as well. Um, and when Scotty said it's not an accomplishment, I would say this. It's not. And it doesn't matter how you try to classify that as being an accomplishment. That's your choice. But the reality of it all is that it's not an accomplishment. This is a clear example of poison that tastes like candy when you have those that you are subjugating addicted to sugar. It's poison always tastes like candy. And we choose not to because of we don't want to go against the grain. We don't want to do this. We, we want to just, you know, we want to just be able to get along. See, that's what the te- system teaches us. It cowardizes to where we'll compromise our sovereignty, our self-determination, our individuality, our individual collective direction for someone else's agenda. If you ever want to know what a sellout is, a sellout is an individual, and this system teaches you to sell out daily and to, to, to sell out without even knowing it. A sellout is nothing more than someone that will compromise their morality for someone else's agenda. And we've been subject, and I, when I say we, I have been as too. But now you get to a point in your life where you're not afraid to say, no, I'm going to start right now taking back my existence one step at a time. And whatever and how that and how that plays out, I'm willing to accept the consequences that go along with that because there will be a reprisal. Hey, so, Dave, no, it's not an accomplishment. One, one last thing that's related to that, though. And it was actually, no, nah, I shouldn't say that it was encouraging. It is what it, it was. was. It was encouraging. Daddy, just like you said, no. there's a massive recruitment uh, agenda. Yeah, no, but this, this is something different. This is a different article, right? And But it's related to the military. And yeah. I don't think that um, I should have shared it with you, but I didn't think to. It was late last night when I came across it. But anyway, so the U.S. military, I'm not sure if it was the Pentagon or the Army, but it was one of the branches of the military or it could have been the Pentagon. And you know, yesterday was Memorial Day, right? So they asked on Twitter to for veterans to tell people how uh, their service impacted their lives. Man, what they do that for? Because they got, 
They got a flood of people talking about I got PTSD. I can't sleep. I try to commit suicide or a family member saying so-and-so, my, my brother, my sister committed suicide. I was raped and they didn't, and I had witnesses and evidence and, and I was raped by my supervisor and they did nothing to him, but he stole a laptop and then he got demoted a rank. So I'm worth less than a laptop. Oh man, Dave, that backfired on them, Dave. And I'm 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 glad it is because you know what, Scotty, and I, I wanted to 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 chime in on that. This is why we're not collectively ready. Remember that, Scotty. We're going to come back to that because we really need to uh, uh, highlight the, some some things that's going on here. Very 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 important, and, and we need to do more than wake up. Waking up is not the most important thing. Doing, a, do, doing something about when you're conscious is everything. Doing something. So very, very, very important. So, Mayor Scotty, we're going to come back to that. Next article. This one comes from RT International. Bolden is a war fanatic working to destroy peace, North Korea says. U.S. National Security Advisor John Bolden is a war fanatic, of course. We, we all know that, and it's all in front of us. And you know what it is? We, we make excuses to accept knowing what someone's agenda is. And that someone, this, nothing more than a political serial killer. But the line here, people around the country via the media and the media propaganda is wants to to portray all the all the well all of the shootings that are happening around the country as a national threat, a threat to you. There's nowhere near a threat to you than the actual operation of destruction that weighs and burdens every single person. Nowhere near. It's, it's really, you don't have to be a physics major. What you have to be is subordinate. What you have to be is submissive. What you have to be is bent, broken and, and, and one that will capitulate to see what's going on here. How is it that millions and millions and millions of people can be killed in combat operations? And there is no outcry. There is no where people can see the overall manipulation and can see the agenda and, and, and work against that agenda. It's okay if you're going to go and die for your country. Well, then I will tell you this. If you're willing to die for your country, your country will provide the casket because you will be laying in it. And all that you support in that, how is it that millions and millions of people can be killed? And we don't see this as political serial killers. You know, Dave, you mentioned And then the allow, allow that to be spun into an agenda that does, it's, 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 
it's just amazing to me. It's foolishly amazing. But go ahead, Scotty. Yeah, um, you mentioned the media, and so um, I don't, you know, News One. It's mainstream media. It's been around for a long time. Um, I think Kathy Hughes runs it and what have you, but I don't know yeah. who was running their Twitter account yesterday, but shout out to News One on Twitter and whoever the individual that retweeted my tweet. And this is what my tweet said. The, absurd, the absurdity as a U.S. veteran for people to thank me for my service and we live in a nation with the world's largest uh, prison slave population and many of our communities are still suffering slave patrols in 2019. I was shocked that a mainstream outlet will retweet that. But shout out to them yeah. because the media plays a huge role in in recruiting in recruiting yeah. and, and you know the movies too you know you know you were out you saw as a little kid you saw rambo and you wanted to be like rambo you you know some if you were black you might have wanted to be like mike but if you was white it was likely you wanted to be like rambo you know and so the media you know um and then that's why i was um kind of Scratching my head at ADOS101.com where where they were talking about it. And, now, this is supposed to be about reparations. But why are you calling for the U.S. government to spend a, uh, advertisement dollars on black media, black-owned media? Because you know the only kind of advertisement you're going to get besides the census is what? Military recruiting Military. is. Yep. That's it. That's it. They need they need the coffins filled. So let's let's do more than wake up. Let's be consciously conscious in our overall decision making to go in a different direction. I will say this. Every individual we are more everyone that makes the great transformation in nowadays has been summarily murdered. And I'm not going to make an apology for what, I, what I'm about to say. And what I'm about to say is that we have been so cowardly indoctrinated, we don't even know what's in our best interest anymore. We have to wait until we're told. You know, they're going to bring back the, 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 the so-called mass shootings. How is, a mass, how is a mass shooting a mass shooting when in that incident, people lives are lost? Yes. One, two, three, ten, twenty. Compare 20 people or 100 people to a million people. Where is your greatest threat? But if you're a good subjugant, you'll let the overall system tell you where that threat is. And it will focus on you killing each other because that's what that overall tool is being used for in these mass in these so called mass shootings. They're actually put there 
to attack and indoctrinate you. It's just, it just is so disheartening. But I'm going to wait. I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing, work with those, know that there will be reprisal, expect it, but that's all right. Because I realized something. My life is eternal, not what I've been schooled and told. So very important. Next article. This one comes from the uh, Sun Nigeria. And, and thanks to my man TK across the pond. Europe, Europe voters elect new EU parliament amidst rising nationalism. From Germany and France to Cyprus and Estonia, voters from 21 nations went to the polls yesterday in the final day of critical European Parliament elections to see major gains by the far-right nationalists and the populist movements that are on the rise across much of the continent. The war preparation is real. Next article. is This one comes from... Move this down. This one comes from... Jeffrey, the the road to martyr martyr wars. Celebrity figurehead Donald Trump's pursuit in, in a policy combining military threats and economic warfare is that, <clears throat> and his aim is to restore the American hegemony, especially in the view of the rising contenders, China. Beijing has been acquiring technolo- technical knowledge and starting expanding beyond the borders having easier access to Central Asia and the Pacific than the U.S. And one of the things that's very important in this, in this is the military threats with economic warfare. That's today's modern war. That is so true. We need to take a look at that. Next article from Strategic Culture Foundation. This says, <clears throat> shielding the world from the U.S. chaos is not an easy task. Check out that article. Next article from the New York Times. NSA hacking tools shuts down Baltimore. Very important. Check check that um, check that article out. And then the last article is the automatic Earth war in young Americans. So check out that. And it says the religious uh, nut Mike Pence has the guts to present this as some sort of heroic thing for young Americans to go die in a desert, to go and die in a desert. Check out that article. So that's what's in the news. At any time, if you'd like to get in on the conversation, give us a call, 704-802-5056, 704-802-5056. And today's show is let's not fool ourselves. We're not collectively ready, part two. And, and we're going to pick this up from from uh, last Friday's show, and I want to spin that into and, and expand on that uh, for today's show. And how uh, I want to do this is that in the beginning of the show, I, we talked about the active recruitment of young people. And the active recruitment of young people, and yesterday being a day that the registered citizens were given off for an observation of Memorial Day. 
Well, Memorial Day to me is not something that should be celebrated. If you really want to celebrate Memorial Day, then memorialize that no longer will there be given energy to that prevailing war agenda. Amen. The war agenda within our, what's that, Scotty? I said amen. Yep. I posted that article, since you told me to remember it, I posted it in the chat room. It was the Army, U.S. Army tweet asking, how has serving impacted you got an agonizing response that was published yesterday by NPR. Mm, I'm going to pull this up. I got it. Thank you, Scotty. I see it. Gonna, um, I'm going to post this inside of... Uh, 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 Scotty posted it yesterday, but I'm going to repost this inside of... I'll post it. I, I, I do it for you. I'll post it on your thread in BTR okay. Community for Tando. Okay, but 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 uh, well, well, it'll show it'll show your face. So uh, yeah, so everybody know where that came from. And this is very important. And I want to pick up this. Let's take a look at this because this is what today's show. I didn't see this. And if we truly want to memorialize the most important thing for us to do with memorial day is memorialize why we can't have this type of subjugation acceptable by song by dance by uniforms by promises of advancement that are actually steps in 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 light years running backwards in coonery and buffoonery. And until we memorialize that, and what I mean by memorialize that, until you make that your uh, the collective people's overall stance is no longer, no longer will the badger came the strong. No longer will the retrobate conform the moral essence of our existence until that time happens. Look at the end result. And, you know, all week I'm seeing individuals that in spite of their great injuries will try to recruit others to stay in this overall direction because it's beneficial because they give you something that's so-called freedom they do they can strip and, and write in freedom, but believe me, there's nothing free about it, and there's a cost to it. And that cost means you have to get on your knees and worship them. What more allegiance can you have to someone where you'll be willing to sacrifice yourself and your children for someone else's agenda 
that doesn't include you. And what I mean by include you, you won't be the beneficiaries of. They will. You don't, you won't receive any form of prosperity. In fact, the prosperity will be transferred and the prosperity that you will receive is prosperity lost. There's a global exodus that we need to course. A global move from what's destroying us, not killing us, destroying us. It's a big difference because the destruction is self-inflicted. There isn't anyone that could kill you. How can someone kill you and they didn't give you life? But what they can do is that they can actually manipulate, encourage, antagonize, and instigate you to commit suicide. And they're engaging what they write as their justifiable homicide for their agenda. And the sad thing is that it's celebrated as a cult following of the masses of people. Grandmas, grandpas, moms, dads, uncles, aunts, brothers, sisters, friends, acquaintance, associates. On the mass, the masses move their energy in this direction. And let me tell you what the cost of war is. The cost of war is you always lose. And we lose generations of people all the time. That's the real weapon of mass destruction. That's the real Another mass shooting And we have to Wake up On Friday show Just before we left I want to read this one more time Just before we left the show I want to read this Once again This comes from on, on, uh, This is Celebrity figurehead Toomey doing what he's told in 1945. Here it is. On August the 9th, 1945, on the, on the day the second atomic bomb was dropped on Nagasaki, President uh, Truman, and I kept almost saying President Trump because there will be an address like this in my opinion, by the current celebrity figurehead. Trump and Truman to kind of start the same. 
in a radio address to the American people. And let me just tell you why this radio address was heard by so many people. Because they they had bred loyalty among the masses through immorality because the masses are immoral. We weren't, the, the people, and I would say we weren't, I say we weren't because they still do it to this time. The people were, were willing to hear this and accept this because they had just became just as much as just as evil and of a, rep, a, a reprobate constitution as those that was killing them. Remember this, every deal you make with the devil, you lose your soul. And when you lose your soul, you become a demon. And demons don't look upon with any form of consciousness the wrong that's being done, they actually ex use and exhort the excuses to do the wrong. And the general population in the United States, known as the citizenry at that time, were retrobate individuals because they accepted this with their lives, and they gave their lives to it. Here it is. In a radio address to the American people, Concluding that God is on the side of America with regards to the use of nuclear weapons. And you know what the citizenry said? Amen. And they said that to, and they know, and believe me, we, the people, we, we not stupid, but what it is that we do as people is that we quiet that that unction that tells you no something is wrong with this this is wrong it's bad when something says no something is something is wrong with this that tells you how far you come away from who you truly could be and what you were designed to do that means that you are fully embedded in this and it's a quiet voice because what really should be done is you shouldn't even know. I don't engage in that. And why would you that's, that's, that's evilly foolish and stupid? Do you know what the repercussions and the ramifications of that type of behavior is? When you, get, when you kill for sport, Believe me, it's only a matter of time before you will be hunted because you're hunting yourself and you'll kill yourself. Be careful when you talk to yourself because you may get in an argument and not like yourself. So Truman says that God is on our side with regards to the use of nuclear weapons and that he may guide us to use it, the atomic bomb, in his way and his purpose. That's the indoctrination. This is how 
the general population moves and gives their offering of their life to a demigod without question. Who is the God that he's talking about? I'll tell you who the God is that he's talking about. When you see in God we trust is on a private, patented instrument for the purpose of macro control of people, micro and macro control of people. There is no such thing as a government entity. It is just, they're just an organization. And I would say they are the cohorts of organized crime. There's just an organization just like any other private organization. But see, what they do is they give the perception that they are one thing. But what it is is that it is the controlling measure to keep everyone subordinate and giving all of their energy without question, even their lives, as a sacrifice. Think about that for a minute. What God could this celebrity figurehead uh, Truman be talk, speaking of? It's the God of government. That's why they have on their overall instrument of debt that they pay everyone, pay all their slaves with. They say, in God we trust. We trust that our institution and system will be worshipped. Through death and destruction. Through falsehoods and conversion. Through lies. Through destruction. He made, and he says, quote, and he may guide us to use the atomic bomb in his way and his purpose. And they have. According to Truman, we must prepare plans for the future control of this bomb. I shall ask the Congress to cooperate to the end that its production and its use be controlled. Be controlled against who? You. And that is power be made an overwhelming influence towards world peace. And the overall doctrine of the system is this. How do you ensure peace? You ensure peace by way of war. You kill people into peaceful submission. And that peaceful submission is this. Their war is a war to keep you subjugated, to keep you submissive to them, to keep you a present allegiance, to keep you loyal, to keep you paying, to keep you 
considering them first in everything that you do. And to keep your overall fear so great that you're cowardly paralyzed to move in any other direction. Because nuclear fusion, whether hot or cold, could be beneficial to all. But it's used as a suppressant. It's used as a burden. It's used as a weight. And if you don't think so, how many people after the so-called attack in, in, in the U.S., how many people in this country was gun-ho to, to actually go to war? And those that were gun-ho to go to war through naive and through the overall indoctrination, when they met the devil and met the truth, they realized something, that their soul had already been lost now. One thing about combat is this. Everyone that engages in it dies. You lose. You lose everything. You can never go back to who you were before. And since you can't go back to who you were before, the system is always going to put another battlefield in front of you to go to slaughter. Think about it. The true innocent nature of a person through war is always lost. It's the first casualty. And that overall casualty the casualty spreads to the family. You know, I heard there was a spouse, someone that was married to someone that had PTSD from the current operations. And the individual that they were married to had four tours in Iraq and in Afghanistan. And the individual was speaking about their spouse, and then the, the, spou the spouse that they were speaking about with the PTSD going through the overall. See, once, once, you, once the human body experiences something, it's like a sponge. So it's like a sponge. And it absorbs not only the presence of what is absorbed. It absorbs the whole essence of it. It absorbs the frequency and energy because you're a living entity. That's your relationships with everything. So the individual has four tours in combat. And the individual was saying that the spouse that didn't have combat, the individual, the, 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 the vet was talking about suicide and how they wanted to, to, to kill themselves. And when they were talking about it, 
They said that the spouse didn't couldn't relate and didn't understand. And you know what the spouse did, and it was a subconscious thing, but it was a, it was embedded long ago. The spouse, as they were talking about it, said that their spouse told them that they can't identify because they hadn't been there. And the spouse kind of laughed. And some people would say that that was a nervous laughter. You heard people were in a nervous laughter? No. No. It was an evil sarcasm. Because that's what we've been taught to disconnect from people. And since I'm di- disconnected to, to, from you, then what you're talking about is nonsense and is not relevant and I don't give real weight to it. And it wasn't, is it true that this, yes, but the thing was that, and it was, and as many people that have that overall, because you can hear in that laughter that she has, what she was like, or, or the spouse was like, well, duh, of course not. <laughs> I wasn't there. But see, we've been taught to be so sarcastic. And if you're not, if you're not able to endure this, you're weak. But the moment they go through it, they will crumble themselves. We've, we've been taught to be our own worst enemies. We've been taught to kill everyone on command. We just wait for the proper order. And that's a dysfunction. That's a low-frequency dysfunction. And because of that, now we are very, very vulnerable to a cult following in occultism. Religious practice and rituals. Idolatry. And the depths of it is so deep That when you hear something, God is on our side of America, we right away think that the great creator has ordained this. They're in line with the great creator because they, they know because of their wealth and their prosperity is what I want to be a part of. And we fall into this occultic mentality to where we will send our children off to a battlefield to be slaughtered. Look at the cost of of war. And you tell me who won. 
Does the system continue to be able to exploit war and benefit from war at the overall hands of someone else's demise? And guess what? Those that pledge allegiance are the ones that are ones that are actually, they will accept your sacrifice. And what is your sacrifice? Give all of your energy to where you can't even function anymore. Yesterday was so-called Memorial Day. And they tell you that to, to honor your demise. I want you to think outside of the box that you actually, that we've all been placed in. That's pretty stupid, isn't it? So wait a minute. Let me, let me break it down is, is why I say it's so stupid. Wait a minute. So you have masses and masses of people that you put into an organization, train them to kill on command, which is the destruction of them immediately. When you allow yourself <clears throat> to take on that type of energy, there's a part of you that dies. There's a part of you that's seared. There's a part of you that scars. And what happens is that you, you actually, what you train in is what you want to utilize and use. So we send off these young people. Well, I won't say we. So the, the agenda sends off these uh, uh, people, and they said that they're doing, they'll give them the battlefield, they'll give them the equipment, and they'll give them the opportunity. And then when all of those things go into line, then they'll send them home broken. And whether they'll do, or we'll give you a commercial, we'll have organizations that, 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 that uh, other people fund this, and say, oh, we need to support these individuals. We need to salute them. Do you realize when you salute them what you're doing to yourself? Man. Hey, Dave, one of the um, collateral consequences, now that's a term that we use uh, for prison slavery and the criminal justice system. And, you know, once you're tagged as a felon, um, even if you don't go to prison, but you, maybe you, you know, get a plea deal and you don't have to do no time, but you get that felony status. What well, is consequences to that status? And one of the consequences to sending back all these broken people, men and women, is I had wrote an article a couple of years ago about over 700,000 vets are in prison. So again, I say to you, how absurd is it to thank a soldier for securing your freedoms when so many of, even the vets, are locked up? And why, why are most of them locked up? Because they was, they was using drugs to self-medicate with all of, the, yeah. all of their problems, psychological problems. Hey, Scotty and Dave. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead, Keith. Yeah, and on top of that, Scotty, you talked about the number of the of them are prisons. 
you have to look at the number of the homeless on the street. That's that true, Keith. That's street. true. And you know what? It's, it's, it's so true. <clears throat> We're going to go to a commercial break. When we come back, I want us to really look at this. Let's not fool ourselves. Let's speak a measure of collective truth so that let's get past this truth so that we can start to invoke other truths in our lives because, oh, my goodness, I know we need it. I need it. You need it. We need it. Because this is very deep, and it's about to get deeper for this generation, much, much deeper. They, the system is dragging everyone out to deep water, it's pulling them out to the deep, to the depths, so that there won't be any place of refuge for you. You're listening to Tando Radio Show, brought to you by Black Talk Radio Network. Scotty, give me uh, three minutes, and we'll come back. Got to pick up where we are. We'd love to hear from you, 704-802-5056. We'll be right back after this quick commercial break. Hi, the Black Talk Media Project would like to invite you to become a member of the BTR Community subscription-based social media platform. BTR Community is a platform that was set up for the listening audience of Black Talk Radio Network, the number one independent black radio network online. For just $24 per year, your subscription gives you access to an interactive space to share information with like-minded people with your privacy guaranteed. Your subscription will go a long way to help us maintain and improve our current media platforms. It will also help provide a budget so that we can begin the task of establishing localized media centers and radio stations across the United States. The best way to show your support and appreciation for what we do here at Black Talk Radio is to subscribe. Help us to help you be informed. Join btrcommunity.com today. Brooklyn's where I'm from. My soul 
agendas to rep the Afrikan in a hip-hop manner. We come a long way from a verb stick lick to a dark sun ray. In the state of war, verbalizing the peace. My hostility is toward clerics and the beast. That's why I don't cease when I resurrect fam. Community soldiers who onslaught the jam. Positive thinking. My streets be sticking with the wrong kind of pimping. The turn on our own is the first step to sipping. Chain of fools. Kids set tripping on the steps of school. Tell folks to cool and possess finesse. Or be a contribution to the prison business. You know how it goes, son. There's nothing to guess. You can be a strange fruit and be straight innocent. Weapon X. Weapon X. and live program scheduling, visit us on the web at blacktalkradionetwork.com. Okay, welcome back, everyone, to Tando Radio Show, brought to you by Black Talk Radio Network. If you'd like to get in on the conversation, don't hesitate. Give us a call, 704-802-5056. 704-802-5056 is the calling number. We'd love to hear from you. I need to hear from you. And just before we went into the commercial break, we were talking about and looking at how we it's necessary for us to make a change individually and collectively. And we were talking about the observation of Memorial Day. As long as you as long as we have the mentality to observe Memorial Day, that means that we are willing to kill what we say that we want to save. It's double-minded. How do you expect Memorial Day not to be observed? Well, do not allow someone to destroy your, your, your people generation after generation. If you really want to do the so-called, we, you know, there's a propaganda program talking about support the troops. If you really want to support the troops, make sure that there's no battlefield for troops. Make sure that there is no need for troops. If you really love something, then you don't allow it to go through its demise. You don't harm it. Or is it that we love our children to die? Because if you do love our children to die, then you engage in the activities and in, in the energy that we've been engaging in in the past. So just change what it is that you love. 
And what is it that you're supporting? If you're supporting mass murder, if you're supporting political serial killing, support the troops to, to, to their death, support the overall murder, then let's just really admit that we become sociopaths that are led by psychopaths. Hey, Dave. Yeah, go ahead. Then we got another caller uh, in queue as well. Yeah, go ahead, uh, Chief. Yeah, I think uh, a couple of things that you said resonated with me. That goes back to the article we were talking about earlier today. Um, and Mike Pence addressed uh, the graduates from West Point. And uh, he said, oh, you will be in battle. It's inevitable. Well, it goes back to what you're saying. If you no, look at... It's certain. No, it's certain. Thank you. If you look at, you know, what was supposedly the mindset, you would think that the, the American soldiers was the most precious commodity that the military has. And it being so, that should be the last thing that you should be thinking about is sacrificing their lives. But they turned it into, oh, you will, like, it's a badge of honor. It's like what you want to do. And the other thing that you said was so important was once you get to the point where it's, it's not a commodity and then you become, like, just cannon fodder, you said our children. Well, those people that are making those decisions, they no longer have a dog in a the fight. Their kids ain't fighting in none of these wars. They don't have any family members in the military. They are so dis disassociated with the military, except for, you can't even say guard dogs, because most pet owners love their guard dogs. These people that are making these decisions and send these thousands of people to their deaths, they could not care less. Are you there, Dave? Yeah. Let, let me check. No, no, yes, yeah, I couldn't hit. I couldn't hit because I didn't want to uh, um, talk over, so I muted myself. Hey, and you hey, know what keeps saying though? Look, what what do the Marines? What's that famous saying that the Marines uh, chant? You know, because there's a lot of chanting in the military, ain't it? We 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 call it yeah, cadence. But it's chanting, you know what I'm saying? And and yep. that that famous quote. It goes or chant or cadence that they. It is not. It is. Um. It is not. And I'm paraphrasing it because I don't remember exactly. I have not ours. The reason why. Why? Yep. Go ahead. Go ahead, Keith. But to simply do and die. Say it again one more time, Keith. Not ours. The reason why, but simply to obey, do and die. Don't ask questions. Just go out there, do what I tell you, and die. And, and see, the die part is this. You're allowing the self-mutilation is that I know that they're going to kill me, and that's my, my. See, they made it so-called honorable to be immoral. This is completely, who is this person, this zombie See, 
That's what cult following and fanaticism breeds. And I'm going to come back to that. We got another caller in queue. Uh, caller out of area code 662. Welcome to Tando Radio Show. What say you? Yeah, good morning, everybody. Um, thanks for taking my call. I like to speak on the fact that we're talking about the um, the um, military children, and that is absolutely a fact. I spent a little time there as well, but what came to my mind as we having this conversation about our unborn children being slaughtered, when we giving yeah. them permission to kill off generation after generation after generation through eugenics, how about that? So, yeah. I mean, thank you for taking my call. I thought I'd just put that and out you know, there. And, 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 and you know, and you know, sir, the eugenics program is the same as the military program to kill indiscriminately for measures of control over those that watch. See, you are, the system allows ter- they allow terrorism because you got to look at what the what the root word terrorism means to bring terror. And terrorism means that you're practicing bringing terror to subjugate people under and to get them to be docile, to get them to be obedient. Would that, that follow up on abortion as well? Oh, without a doubt. In my opinion, yes. Well, absolutely. Because one of the things, why do they have wars? Is the same reasons why abortion is promoted. They don't. They want to minimize those individuals that will say no, that would challenge. And how do you do that? They don't know where that star, star child is going to be. So before that star child can start to shine, let's try to eliminate that because we are in position of advantage now. Anything that we do now is only for us to lose advantage. We need to well, maintain we it. We're fighting for that right. That's the part I can't understand. We literally fight to have a right to abort our next generation. By day and, and, and yes, yes, sir. And, and this goes and, and this goes where the eugenics program and the military uh, uh, program is one and the same. We literally fight to send our children to die on battlefield. We are killing ourselves at every end. Is what is what it is. And the call is absolutely right. On both instances, in both directions. We are fighting for the ability, but it's not only the ability, for the assurance and the acceptance of killing our own. Hey, Dave, to the, to the caller's point, to the caller's point, and how it does relate to what we're talking about. And I posted some of the responses to the U.S. Army asking how their service has impacted them. But I've never, and it doesn't mean it hasn't been done but I've never seen a, a study, a long-term term study of following women who have had abortions. And I know for a fact that 
many of them suffer from uh, PTSD-like symptoms. Now, here's a personal story. Now, this is anecdotal evidence, so, you know, it's not a wise study. It's just a personal experience. So I was dating. I was um, separated from my wife, had been separated for a year, um, had moved to Charlotte, was working and going to college. I was going to community college. And I met a young lady that I, that I was working with, right? Very attractive, what have you. Um, I already know I wasn't getting back with my wife and all that. So, you know, we had, we had relations. We had sexual relations. Well, she tells me that she's pregnant and she needs some money for an abortion. Now, granted, I'm fighting to get custody of my two children, right? Um, and through the courts and what have you. So she asked me for money. I said, I don't, I, I don't believe in abortions. I'm not going to participate not- in that. Don't ask. I, I'm, I don't have $200 for you. I got $200, but I'm not going to give it to you for abortion. Have a baby and get it to me. And I'm quite insulted because you know I'm trying to get custody of my two children um, that's with my wife right now. And here you are asking me for money so that you can go kill what you say is my child. So that was the end of it. I never saw her again. Then I moved, uh, I, I had moved from my dad's house in Charlotte and found an apartment in Charlotte. So I'm living in this apartment and I come across her sister. And I asked her sister, I said, how Wednesday doing? That was her name, Wednesday. I said, how Wednesday doing? She said, man, she ain't been right, Scotty. She, you know, she just, she not doing good and what have you. Now, she tell me that had to do with her having that abortion or what have, have you, but it wasn't too long afterwards, you know, and, and I know that probably weighed on her mind. So, you know, that's how I see also, you know, uh, the caller bringing up abortion has to do with also, you know, the killing of our souls and, and physical beings through the military. I hope that makes sense and, or that relates. No, no, Scott, it makes, it makes perfect sense because what I was going to add, of course, every woman that has experienced that, there's, there's an experience that has been detrimental to them. And not only them, what is overshadowed and overlooked as well is that that, that adversely affects men as well. It affects men as well. See, we can't take out the truth. We can only try to manipulate it because the truth don't need us. We need the truth. And the truth of the matter is that that overall indoctrination destroys not one life, it destroys many. It destroys the mother. It destroys the father. It destroys the family members. It destroys the necessary collective communal unit that's needed to survive this battle that we're fighting and losing on all fronts. So it's one, this is a war against ourselves. This is a war against humanity. And that war is diverse. It's economic, it's cultural, it's political, it's militarized. How, 
How significant or how much influence do you have where you can get your enemy to kill itself? And when it kills itself, it becomes weakened. And everything that's weakened is easily to manipulate through that weakness. We've been so exposed. And the only way that we're going to really change this is that it has to be just as this was a process to get us where we are right now, there's going to take an equal energy and process to, to stop the overall path first and then move in a different direction. And the commitment has to be beyond me right now. The commitment has to be beyond you right now. But the overall drive of it has to start with you. We can't continue to allow the system to push us somewhere. We're going to have to start driving ourselves in a different direction. Or else we're going to get the same results that we got yesterday, last week, last month, last year, last decade, last century. Show me where it's changed. And I'll show you where we've capitulated to it. So it's, it's here, and it's all-encompassing. And it's really going to take an effort that we're going to have to plant things that we're never going to be able to eat the fruits from. But we've got to be fertile. Got to be fertile. Got another caller in queue. Want to go to the caller real quick? My man, Roz. Roz, what's going on? What say you? Hey, greetings to you, um, Brother Scotty, uh, Dave, Brother Dave, um, uh, Pastor Keith, and the other callers and listeners and the caller that just spoke. Um, yeah, this is really something else, because uh, I know we had talked about something around this subject last week. Now, the thing is that when you look at abortion in this history, the black population, I don't mean of immigrants, I mean strictly of American, African, native-born black people, would be more than double if there was no abortion. Now, in my spiritual practice, we understand that, which is an, uh, uh, an African-based spiritual practice, we understand that each child is born is an ancestor that's come back to return to do work that is necessary for themselves as an individual and for our people collectively. So you have, what, around 40 million <laughs> black ancestors that have been just sent back to the world of the dead due to us killing them. Now, when you go to these abortion centers, I remember when I was really young, I was a teenager, and I went with someone that I knew um, just in support because I was young. I was a teenager talking like maybe, what, 16 years old. And I remember before we went in the building, they had all these white people outside chanting about abortion, and they're giving out magazines and all of this stuff. And when I looked at the magazine, I was like, yo, it was just literally, it was the most graphic thing I'd ever seen. Chopped up baby parts, um, information about what they do with the, with the dead children, how they use them for medical experiments, how they use them to put their body parts in makeup. Um, now today they're even putting them in food. It's a, especially melanated babies. They, they, they supply uh, extra flavor to food. 
So there's all kinds of stuff that they had when I was 16 that was just like, it was, it was just completely mortifying in regards to understanding this. And as I went through my growth and development and, and started to understand that these uh, children that are being um, womb lynched, as, some, as uh, a reverend so eloquently put it in the documentary Ma'afa 21, this was another form of preventing the rise of a black messiah. Now, when I say that, I mean that they've always feared that. J. Edgar Hoover, who is also, uh, a lot of people don't know, he has black roots. So to me, J. Edgar Hoover is the ultimate expression of self-hatred amongst black people. He was passing for white. And if you study his history, he has a, a cousin, Millie McGee, who was uh, interviewed on the cow. She has a book out, and she talked about how he was so self-hating that he preferred to be homosexual than to actually be heterosexual and have a baby because he was afraid that those black genes would be expressed in sexual relations with a, with another woman and that child would come out uh, not looking white and he would have to explain that because he had a black family. So that's how deep the self-hatred ran with him beyond just killing all the people that we know that he, he facilitated murdering. So when you look at that, and I've always said this because I remember when the cows, a caller had called in, um, uh, Rob from Wisconsin, and he was in jail, and he had finished for some stuff he had done, and he had finished his, his term. They were supposed to release him, and they told him, you are not allowed to leave this jail until we get your DNA material. He refused, and they, he said, you know, I finished, you know, my, I served my debt to society. I need to leave. They said, you do not leave until you give us your DNA. And they let him sit in jail while he pondered that, and he just came to the conclusion, just take my DNA. I need to get the heck up out of here. And I've always said that I believe they get they have a database with black people's genetics, and they have the genetics of Marcus Garvey through all the greatest ones, Malcolm, you name them. And they compare this DNA. And most recently, last week, there was an article that came out that discussed the fact that hospitals have been clandestinely collecting DNA from newborn babies since like the um the eighties, I believe, or the nineties. So just about every child is born, they take uh, blood samples from the feet. And those blood samples are where they connect, collect these newborn babies' DNA. So there's something going on here that we're not really, really understanding or paying attention to. And this whole idea of um, of uh, killing, aborting black babies is exactly that. If uh, if a child that has the same genetic signature as a Malcolm X is born, and you can kill him in the womb, then that's a major problem. You you're stopping before it even starts. You know, even Bob Marley had a song like that, Kill the Seeds Before They Grow. You understand what I'm saying? So we really don't understand that there is an act of warfare that's taking place that's, that they will call it soft warfare in the form of abortion. And, again, it's the, psych the, the, the psychology of what that does to a person. But think about the mother's body. You know, they, the, the, the trauma that it goes through to rip this child from, from the uterus um, they chop the baby up in the womb, depending on how old it is. Other times, they just vacuum the child. I mean, this is all stuff that we're not told about abortion. We're just told we, we, it's presented to us in a way, we, oh, it's just a medical service. But no one gets into the details of what the, the human body and the body of, a, of that unborn child is going through during the process of it being murdered. So this is real deep. And um, you know, we, have, we have to really ponder on this type of stuff. What are you going to say, uh, Dave? You know, Roz, is is you think about it, the battlefield and the abortion field is a hundred percent successful. Oh yeah, 
what it is is the microcosm mirroring the macrocosm. The macrocosm is sending black your black children to die overseas. The microcosm is womb lynching before the child is born. So they're killing us on two fronts, and the only people who don't see it is us. The only people who don't see that is us. And as a result, we've got pretty much the same numbers because white people have been, you know, dying off and not able to replenish their numbers. We've remained at the same number for decades because of how many children we've killed of our own. And the other aspect was when Pastor Keith and Scotty talked about the song, the military song. That's the psychological influence of rap right there. You have them rhyming about dying and being uh, pretty much automatons of white supremacy. And you say that over and over and over again, put a gun in their hand and send them out to kill. The same way you'll hear different criminals say, you know, I listened to such and such rap song over and over and over before I did that drive-by and shot up that whole family. There is yep. a psychological impact of listening it's to frequency. music that is detrimental. Go ahead. Yeah, right. It's, it's a frequency. And, you know, the, the thing about the, the, the apparatus and the modus operandi of control is very, very involved. It's very, very intricate. It's, it is something that has to be practiced daily because, you know, Absolutely. like you were talking about the harvesting. The harvesting starts in so many different places of DNA. And, and they make you go to their overall hospitals that serve their purpose. This is why our whole society, until we get back to the ecosystem and walk away from civilization, civilization always has a caste system. It has slavery. So how can you be civilized? There is no such thing. And see, many of us want to keep this system but change its effect so it don't hurt so-called us. What I mean by us is who you identify as you don't want it to be hurt anymore, those that have hurt us, let's, let's let them have that, or we hurt them, and then we get some. This is where you become what you had to endure. And the thing that's very detrimental about this whole process is that it's self-serving. And the self-servingness of this, think about it. Every time the system has poverty, it puts a, a, a poverty actually breaks the family. That's the, that's the overall design of poverty. And in breaking the family, they come up with a payment system. So first the, the, the mother has to prove or the father has to prove that the child is or isn't there. Well, the child is a living entity now, right? So, but they got to prove that the child, who the, who the child is, who the child isn't. Who gets to determine and to say where that vote is going to be? They do. How many, how many lies do you think that was told in that overall ordeal? You can probably estimate 20. But here's the thing. What happens there? It actually is another way to harness and, and galvanize DNA through the overall child support system and everything else. That's one way. Another way. Then they come out, well, let's, you know, let's do this. Let's create a social media gossip center because we've, put into the overall people the entertainment factor of gossip. The entertainment factor of gossip is here. It's a psyop. Gossip is a psyop. Because hey, through hey. gossip you destroy nations and families and communities. So what did they do? They put a platform on of gossip known as Fedbook. 
And then from there, they bring in Ancestry.com and all this other stuff. Know your roots. So what do you do? You send in your DNA, and then they tell you who you are when it, when it comes back. What do you think that they're going to tell you? What's in their purpose and their design, not yours? Hey, Dave, this goes back to what Ross was talking about with, with hip-hop. And that's a great analogy, Ross. The cadence, which is basically a rap. In the military, right. we're saying the same thing over and over, the same verse over and over. It's not mine to reason why. It's just to do and die. And you're right. When you listen to crap hop and, and, and that corporate control uh, uh, rap music, it's just talking about killing. It's talking about killing yeah. or being killed and mistreating people and what have you. Now, Dave. Um, I had wrote about this on Twitter and in uh, in um, BTR community about toxic hip hop. I created a hashtag toxic hip hop, and I took screenshots of news articles that would come from quote unquote hip hop platforms, and it's all gossip. It's all gossip. It's stirring up a uh, uh, beef and hatred between artists and. And it, it, it's just gossip, man. It's all—it's negativity. It's the killing field. It's the killing field. And you know, the one caller out of the called about out of Mississippi and and correlated the two. I treasure that, and and I treasure that because of this. There has to be voices of real reason. There has to be a call and objective. We're going to have to pave. I would say we can't walk on the paved road because the paved road is not natural. We're going to have to go through the true, true natural path to our sovereignty, self-determination, and prosperity. And that means that we're going to have to give up the paved road and get out into, I don't call it the wild, I call it the natural way of life. Look how weakened we've become from the civilized world. Our minds are so weak. Our talents are so dull. There are natural abilities that have been suppressed because we are not in the most optimum environment and atmosphere that's conducive to our true prosperity. Brother Dave. We're actually being trained in con- and we're in a conducive nature to obey. And if you obey, there will be a, always an order for you to stop living for yourself and start living for some for that for that overall agenda and that agenda most likely is going to be a cult ritual practice and Rod said brother Dave go ahead Rod, Rod hold on Excuse we got to go to a commercial break last third, look, I don't want to okay. I want to let me do this commercial break and then we'll come back we'll go straight to you listen to Tando radio show brought to you by Black Talk Radio Network give us a call 704-802-5056 ah! Make Black Talk Radio your choice for digital black radio. New black media for the new millennium. Welcome back, everyone, to Tando Radio Show, brought to you by Black Talk Radio Network. 
Give us a call, 704-802-5056. 704-802-5056 is the call-in number. We'd love to hear from you. And uh, Roz uh, wanted to chime in. Let me go back to Roz. Roz, go ahead. Okay, thank you. Um, couple things. Uh, a few days ago, I posted a video by a guy named Lennon Honor on BTR Community. And he's uh, an elder who actually took all of uh, NWA's discography and broke it down by how many times they talk about murdering black people, how many times they talk about um, mistreating black women, how many times they use the word nigger. I mean, he just broke it down scientifically. And then he brought up repetition. And as you start repeating, playing these albums, because you don't listen to an album once, you listen to it sometimes thousands of times, depending on how it resonates with you and how much you like it. So just with N.W.A., when he did the math, it was astronomical. And then we wondered why it had the effect on L.A. that it had and the rest of the country and eventually the rest of the world. Because it's not just what they're saying, it's the repetition aspect that becomes the tool of mind control. It's a form of self-hypnosis. So when you heard the people in the military singing this rap, they were self-hypnotizing into a war frame of mind so that they didn't care about their life. They just do what they're told. And this is something that's been used since the earliest times in history when the first humans walked the African continent and they had, you know, any major problems with each other and they had felt they had to take it to a military stance. It's, a, it's, a, it's just a form of conditioning the mind to do whatever the collective wants it to do who's in charge. Now, um, when it comes to the abortion aspect, right, what a lot of people aren't thinking about holistically is this. You have, what, 11 areas of people activity, economic, education, entertainment, health care, labor, law, politics, religion, sex, war, and technology as of today, right, and health. So when you put those together, our ancestors controlled none of those areas of people activity. That's how they were successfully enslaved and dominated for hundreds of years. We don't own or control any of those areas of people activity today. So all they did was take the chains off, but the, the holistic reality is pretty much no different, slightly, slightly improved, but pretty much no different than what our ancestors went through. And what we're not putting together is, yes, they created this abortion system for us to get rid of our quote-unquote unwanted offspring, but who created the conditions to make it so that you couldn't afford your offspring? There's a bigger hand in this that we continue, continue not to pay attention to. Who is orchestrating the reality that makes us, in our minds, have to make these decisions? Whether it's robbing somebody, whether it's killing somebody, whether it's selling drugs, whether it's abortion, all of the negative things that we do are decisions that come from pressures that come from above us that we're not always privy to. And they become psychological and physical and emotional and spiritual realities for us on the ground. And we make these decisions not knowing that there's a grander puppet master or a group of puppet masters that have created this system of control that has been so successful for so long because the victims of that system refuse to do the proper work to infuse themselves with a greater understanding so we can create checks to the things that they're doing and trying to get us to do to ourselves. Because when you look at the numbers, we're being blamed for this. Black people killing their babies, da, da 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 Just like, you know, black lives matter. All lives matter. You know, check out Chicago. Why are black people protesting about that? But who's creating the conditions for all of those things to take place? It's not us. We're not in control of anything. But we're not even taught to see that. We're walking around looking at each other as the enemy. 
and willing to take each other's heads off for the most minuscule thing. And it's no different right. than when, yes. We're, 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 we're taught, hold on, because the point that you're making is so important. We're taught to be soldiers because a soldier can never do what a warrior thinks. There is no such thing as poverty in the ecosystem. When's the last time that you've seen a state of poverty in the ecosystem? Doesn't happen. And like you were saying, there's so, there's so many variable factors that we are not looking at. How is it that we can't take care of our babies? Because actually we're in a, we've actually given ourselves over to a system that's insufficiently prepared to provide. It's only there to take. And this is why you see the overall drove of disenfranchisement. And, Roz, I'm going to come back to you real quick. I want you to hear this because what Roz was saying is right here. I want you to listen to this. I'm going to give you, quote, celebrity figurehead Mike Pence's quote from Saturday. Celebrity figurehead Vice President Mike Pence told the graduating class of West Point's Military Academy on Saturday that the world is a, quote, dangerous place, and they should expect to see combat. Men and women of West Point, no matter where you're deployed, you will be the vanguard of freedom. This is why we have to stop saying we want freedom, because freedom is at a cost. But, I mean, that's cognitive dissonance, though. That's why I tweeted what I tweeted. How are you going to talk about yeah. securing somebody's freedom when you when you are incarceration nation, number one in the world? Right. right. It's a lie. It's all a deception. This is why we have to stop talking like them. This is why we have to stop carrying the overall talking points and the cadence, the rap that Roz was talking about and the cadence marches that they dictate that to their benefit listen to what he says it goes on and you know and you know that the soldier quote and you know quote soldiers don't bear the sword in vain they've trained you to be a mindless walking dead killer because a soldier can never do what a warrior thinks because a soldier only takes order on when to, when to use that sword and who to use that sword on, while a warrior is constantly, constantly strategizing to maintain self-preservation, self-determination, sovereignty, and prosperity that can be passed on in generations. Soldiers kill generations by orders, by following the orders. The article goes, I mean, the quote goes on. The work, the work you do has never been more important. America always will seek peace. How do they seek peace? Through destruction. It's a piece of war that they give you and destruction that they take from everyone. But peace comes through strength. And you, and you are now that strength. 
it is virtually certain, it is a virtual certainty that you will fight on a battlefield for America at some point in your life. You will lead soldiers into combat. It will happen. And this is civilized. This is the celebrity figurehead. This is the leader that you voted for. This is the organization and the mantra and the low-frequency energy that you pledge allegiance to. And until we remove what's wrong with us, they will continue to exploit what's wrong with us. And what Roz was saying about how this is about the overall control of things because we control nothing, we've surrendered our control, the ability to have control over the situation, we've surrendered in various means and under various methods. And until we take that back, soldier no more, but warrior on. And until we take that back, we will always be a great citizen. And we'll always salute destruction. We will always have a retrobate mind. in a retrobate purpose. And we will lose at every turn. And Roz, when you were chronicalizing what it is that we face, we face these things collectively. But it has to start, the change has to start individually. And that individual choice to move away from it, many of you have made and started. But I would say be not weary, be not disheartened when you're the only one. But what's going to have to happen is we have to look at the accomplishments that we've made. From you being this way, from you taking the overall mantra of a warrior, look at how many you have affected. Look at how much benevolency you have sown is not lost. It's not lost at all. This system started somewhere a long time ago to get to it, and believe me, there was a execution of will that got it to where it is now. They are great to emulate from a standpoint of will, but we just have a, build, a different building process that I think would be in our best interest. It's actually, it's already been built. We just need to re-invoke and, re, and, and reconstitute ourselves into it. It's known as the ecosystem. It's a spiritual truth. It's a spirit law. Can't be written in the book. Can't be mandated. 
It can't be judged and interpreted by demigods. Brother so, yeah, go ahead, go ahead, uh, go ahead, my man, Ross. What I was going to say is this: when you look at the system that these people have imposed upon the planet, that system is the matrix. That is the matrix yeah. that you see in the movies. Because when you look at how our ancestors lived prior to contact with white people, colonizers, however you want to call them. We lived off the land. We, we lived just like the other wildlife lived. There was never a shortage of anything. Everybody had. We had a system where there was no homelessness. There was no such thing as prostitution. Everybody took care of each other. And when they came, they set up a system of cybernetics, which is control of people and resources. And we were forced to become a part of that because we were the resource. We were the original resource. We were money. We were the technology. We were everything. So we were the foundation of what they built, which is now this matrix that we live in, where we're told that there's not enough food on the planet. There's not enough space for people. We need to get rid of people because 7 billion is too many people. All of this is coming with the control, the mind control system matrix that they have set up hundreds and hundreds of years ago. And really, it's a, like you said, it's about us divesting from the unnatural matrix to, to go back to the matrix, the, the natural matrix, the ecosystem, like you said. And even when people start to study further into the history, you'll find that there were a lot of, things, a lot of abilities that our ancestors had that were beyond the scope of the five human senses that don't exist in our world today. But if they existed today, you would call it miraculous. You would say Things that you read about in the Bible, you'll see happening with real black people. These things used to happen all the time. Now that we've been in this matrix for so long, it's very rare, or you have to be in those areas that still practice their own traditions to experience those things. These are things I've personally experienced, and I know people who are either religious and are able to do this stuff themselves. So when you talk about those things, the fact that um, we have been so suppressed to the point where, and psychologically conditioned to the point where we believe that we are what they tell us we are, not knowing the true extent of who and what we are and our truly extraordinary abilities that we have. You know, there's really no such thing as equality when you look at it. There's equality in how you treat other people. But the creator did create a hierarchy of the human species, and the highest expression of that is the black person wherever they may be. And a lot of us really, really don't understand what that means. And on our program, we went into some of that uh, two, two shows ago, and I'll be going into some of those abilities tonight on our show. But I think black people really, really don't understand how, how incredible we are as a people. And if we could put aside a lot of the things that we've adopted from our enemies that make us look in the mirror and see an enemy, or walk down the street and face someone who has the same uh, phenotype and skin color as you and look at them, don't know them from anything, but you hate them. If we can exorcise that, 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 that frequency of wickedness and self-hatred and really start to seek who we originally were prior to our contact with them, things would shift so, so incredibly, I think we wouldn't even be prepared for it. With that, I'll mute myself. Thank you. Let me say this Man. to um, something well, Ross said. That goes, I think those principles apply to everybody. 
again, yeah. like you said, you hating people you don't even know. You you meet an individual and you hate him because you don't even know him. And that, that extends outside of, of black people as well. You know, Absolutely. It, 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 it really does. I call it a, it's, it's, it's a human condition that we all yep. have been conditioned. I mean, even when you look at racist white people, especially racist white children, okay, they do, they weren't born like that. They were indoctrinated and told something about themselves that makes them superior or different to everybody else. And that's also a form of nationalism. When we look at the continent of Africa and see all them people that look like each other, but yet they murdering each other because I, I'm this tribe and you're that tribe or, or this is my tribal homeland, so take your behind back to Ethiopia and get out of South Africa. That's a problem of, of, of the human condition, in my opinion. 100%, Scotty, because it's, it's sorcery. It's all sorcery. And this spell, this spell has been cast globally. And it's, um, it's really what we need to have to contend with. But listen, everyone, we got to get ready to get out of here. Great show. I just want to thank you all. And the solution is you because the problem can be you as well. So please, before you ask for a fortune, make sure to give one away. Much love, much respect. It's never goodbye. As always, we'll see you later. And I greatly appreciate you all. Much love, much respect. We'll talk to you later. Peace. Gold dinar would have had serious consequences for the world financial system, but may also have empowered the people of Africa, something black activists say the U.S. wants to avoid at all costs. We're slicing cake.